This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by Toxic Star Wars fans. Who hurt you? Can't you just enjoy some Star Wars? It's an embarrassment of riches we are getting right now. I mean, there's so much Star Wars, and it's all pretty good. So can you please stop? Can you? Can you just? Can you just stop with the hate? There's nothing wrong with a lot of Star Wars. A variety of Star Wars. Different types of Star Wars. Nothing wrong with it. So just sit back and enjoy, and don't be so damn picky. George Lucas would be rolling over in his grave if he knew the way you were acting right now. You should be... Oh, wait. I, I'm, I'm being told he's very, very much alive. Um, George Lucas would be disgusted at the way you're acting. So please, for the love of force sensitivity, please just enjoy all the Star Wars for what they are. More Star Wars. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week for comics originally seeing November the 29th and November the 30th. But before Drew and I get into one just coming out at your local comic book shops, it's coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Drew, what you got for me as this year is coming? Well, yeah, I was um, I was finishing. Andor, and man, that was a really good show. I really enjoyed that. And thinking, oh, I wonder what's next. What's next? What's next up? And we had the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy special that dropped today. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like, what's the next Star Wars Marvel show? Um, Willow? Does that, that doesn't really count, right? That's no, that's, that's not really. That's not in that that range that's yeah. might be interesting but i don't think i even watched i don't think i read or watched the first one so the the movie mm-hmm. back in the day so it doesn't really hold anything for me um let's see what else you never watched willow i never i've never seen willow I, oh, wow the, was it good yeah yeah um we got bad batch in early january bad batch season two in early january yep uh mando season three in feb February, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur, but can't remember if that animated. Yes. Okay. Uh, Secret Invasion is going to be in the spring. Yep. Uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventure is going to be in the spring. I'm guessing oh, that's Emma. Wow, I didn't too. realize Agatha was so far out. Thought Agatha yeah. was sooner. Yeah. Iron Hearts in the fall, not yeah. until the fall. Uh. Agatha's not until winter, so that could yeah. definitely go into 2024. Ahsoka, Ahsoka's yeah. still two, TBD. So do you think that that's next year? It's it's scheduled for 2023, mm. but we just don't have any. Where's it going to hit? Hey, American Board Chinese. That's that uh, porn sack pitchot uh, image comic I like so much. Ah. That's cool. That's going to be in TBD 2023. <laughs> Um, what else? A, a season two of Marvel's What If next year. No, thanks. Uh, I, I still got to get through that first season. I mean, it could come out. I just <laughs> And then Star Wars Skeleton Crew? Also animated? Yes. Okay. And then we got to wait till 2024 for season two of Andor, Daredevil, Born Again. 
the Marvel Zombies. Man, Avatar is yeah. coming out. It's not really kind of the and as far as the movie uh, the movie world is concerned. Well, yeah, that's true. I, do you think it's going to have any bang for its buck? You know, is the technology kind of caught up with it now? Is it really that impressive? No, no, 3D is dead, but could still be cool. You think? Uh, have you ever watched it since seeing it in the theaters in 3D? Yeah, once. And? Eh. That's good? It's, it's not nowhere near the quote-unquote experience that it was, but yeah. Right. Yeah, what What is the, What is our next um, DC Flash is what pushed again? Yeah. I don't even know. Golly. I'm waiting. For, yeah, I, I mean, I still have to see Black Adam and Wakanda. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, got to knock those off. But, yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't finish Andor. You're going to binge the whole thing? I'm going to do the whole thing in one shot. Maybe this weekend. Oh, man, that's 12 hours, dude. <laughs> What's your point? It's <laughs> uh, a long, it's a long, that's a long sled. It's good though. I think yeah. you'll like it a lot. Yeah. If you don't, I'd be very surprised. Okay, so we got Shazam: Fury of the Gods here in the end of December. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Craven the Hunter. In January. Okay. Will that be dead on arrival like uh, Morbius? Very possible. Yeah. We're not going to have Quant- any real Spideys, right? In the- Quantumania. A Man and the Wasp in February. Oh, okay. Good. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom in March. Okay, those are legit. Guardians 3 in May. All right. The first part of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is in June. Yeah. We think the Flash will also be June, barring anything else. Okay. Marvels. Oh, the that's Marvels, next year. July twenty eighth of twenty twenty three. Okay. The new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the day before my birthday. Oh, how nice! We don't know a ton about it, but we know some stuff about it. The Sholo Morena Blue Beetle. Um, series is August or a uh, movie is August. What is that a real movie? Yeah, Blue Beetle movie. Yeah. Okay, that's not a series, right? No. It initially meant as an HBO Max exclusive movie, a Blue Beetle movie will be hitting the big screen August twenty twenty third. Okay. Um, the Madam Web show that's supposed to be uh, Dakota Johnson. Where's that going to be? It's an, that's another one of those Sony Sony Spider-Man movies, like Morbius and oh okay that stuff. Well, that was really supposed trying. to be in October. Uh, the new Blade is in November. Okay. And then that's pretty much it that I know of for 2023. And then in 2024 we have uh, the next Spider-Verse at the beginning of it. And then we got the new Captain America and Thunderbolts and then Fantastic Four in 2024 and Kang in 2025. So. Yeah, what got, and what was it that got bumped to 2026 that we were like, what the heck? Oh, Secret Wars. 
Secret Wars, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's plenty. That is plenty. Yeah. Between yeah, Disney Plus and, and the movie yeah. stuff, there should be a good bit. Yeah, we and we're not we're not we haven't been going to the movies anyway, so <laughs> yeah, we we'll yeah. care. Exactly. We'll we'll watch it when we see it. Somebody is because uh, Black Panther did some cash. Well, did it do well? Yeah, it did very well. Nice. Oh, that's good to hear. Movies are not dead. Cinemas are not dead. That's good. Shocker. All right, it is um time to take a look at DC Connect for. December, February releases. Yep, December solicit for February releases. And if we recall, this February sucks. <laughs> and, Typically, yeah. And we've had, and Kyle and I have had problems with the previews for the last two months from all of the publishers mm-hmm. have, not, have been underwhelming. So, and notoriously, February is the crappiest of all months for comics. So, this does not bode well. I'm no. worried. And if you look at the front, we have Dawn of DC Superman with a very kid-friendly Superman on the front. Yeah, very, very cartoony. So Superman number one, of course, we're going to start with Joshua Williamson, art and cover by Jamal Campbell. Um, millions of, of covers. Millions. You see, it's just like, yeah. it, pick a person who wants to make a cover and they get one. Has anyone ever drawn a Superman? You can have a cover. Yeah. So we have Andy Kubert, Ariel Colon, Ibrahim Mustafa, Ricardo Federici, Gabriel Rodriguez, Ed Benes, Wayne Foucher, Alexander Lozano, Francesco Martina, Nick Dragota, Jorge Jimenez. This is a relaunch of Superman. He's back. And He's returned to Metropolis. Returned to Metropolis. And new new villains because Lex is in jail. Uh oh, spoiler. <laughs> sure that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Exciting. So I mean, if you've been looking for an excuse to read Superman, here's a good jumping place. Yep. Number right. one. And if you were reading uh, Superman before, you will continue with Action Comics 1052. The crown jewel of Superman's new Petropolis is in ruins, and the interesting, violent Blue Earth movement is keeping the entire super family on their toes. And then we touched on Lazarus Planet last month, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a prequel to Last Planet. Yeah. Lazarus Planet, which was all part of uh, that Robin book that morphed into Batman versus Robin or Robin versus Batman. Mm-hmm. And we have these two new Lazarus Planet books. One will be new characters and one will be new villains. So we will have the first appearances, I believe, of some things. Okay. So. Okay. So these were new, new characters. Yep. Uh, Tim Seeley's writing one of the uh, villain things. Joshua Williamson, Dennis Culver, AI Kaplan, and Alyssa Wong on some of the villain stuff. And then Rom V, Brandon Snyder, Chuck Brown, and uh, Delilah Dawson writing 
next evolution. And again, our biggest issue is we've got five writers for 48 pages on a single book. Yeah. So can we get excited for this? All this Lazarus planet stuff? <sighs> yeah, and it's a wonder of how much we have to check into, how much we have to be in. Yeah. I mean, this looks like they're putting some heavy hitters on it. There's yeah. Omega has Mark Wade and Gene Young Lang on it. That's yep. good. Really good covers for Omega, too. Yeah. I like the uh, standard cover. That's, that's what that is, I'm assuming. It'll be a group great. shot. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty great. And Batman v. Robin, which is probably part of that, I'm guessing, part of the Lazarus sale. Batman 132, I don't know if it is. So was Batman, yeah, Batman versus Robin was always a, a five-issue series? Um, I don't know. Yeah. So this they, is the last it, of that issue. Yeah, so the Robin book morphed into this. Robin was like 14 issues, maybe 18 issues. Mm-hmm. And then it became Batman vs. Robin, but I don't know if this is the last issue. Does it say it is? Of Batman vs. Robin? Yeah. Yeah, final issue, 5 of 5. Fateful final issue, okay. And then, so does Damien get another buck of his own? Because, I mean, it, I'm assuming by this time, Tim Drake Robin will have been canceled. <laughs> you mean everybody's favorite Robin? There's no yes. way. I mean, everybody's favorite Robin will have, will have crashed there'll and be burned. There'll be riots in the street, Drew. Yeah, um... Uh, I, I don't I don't think it'll be around. So, you know, we've got to have some Robin happen. This is true. Really nice cover on Batman 132. I like that Selena Kyle, Kyle cover. Who's who's in the red dress? That's Selena Kyle. You can see from the reflection in the mirror. Oh, okay. So that's reflection. Bruce and her, and then yeah. the reflection is, oh, duh. Yeah. Way to put those together. They're not just out floating outside in the window. Correct. <laughs> it took me a while. And Batman 132 does have a backup that is a Tim Drake's hunt for Batman Continues. So here's your Tim Drake. There you go. Get the third issue of Riddler Year One. Fourth issue of Batman and the Joker. That's of the that. Batman and the Joker seven issue series. Riddler Year One six issue series. I've I, I read that it was pretty pretty to look at. Batman oh. one bad day Clayface. Clayface gets a book a one yeah. shot. It's kind of nice. Some Nightwings with covers Kyle can't stand. Let's check it out. Hey, at least we get Nightwing towards the front and not just hidden in the postage stamps. You're right. The one in twenty five is nice. That's exactly what I was thinking. The one twenty five is my favorite. Vasco Georgiev. Not familiar with that person. <laughs> but they but it's a nice cover. Yep. They're not showing us but all the oh, there's a backup in Nightwing now. CS Pecat. Okay. Is it a so the book's up up to four ninety nine. Yeah. Non-card stock, and they're going to put a, a back issue, a, a backup on it. Yeah, 
I wish it was a Nightwing 2022 annual and the Superman and Nightwing crossover. Nightwing continues to mentor Jonathan Kent in ways Dick learned from being trained by Batman. But I wish, like, because um, in the Batman book, um, Sidarsky's writing the backups, too. Mm-hmm. So I wish kind of Tom Taylor was writing the backups for Nightwing. I completely agree. Yeah, let him have some fun with something else that he wants to tell. and Then it makes more sense because you're already buying that. But you're getting C.S. Picot, who you're not really signed up for, you know. Poison Ivy, I kind of thought that was over. And the last issue was like, oh, that's pretty pretty good. You could kind of call it a call it a series at that point, but it must be doing so well they're going to keep going. There you Or they were always make, they always planned this. And I just didn't pay attention. Detective 1069. Still around a Cy Spurrier backup. Yeah. Failsafe gets collected, I'm guessing. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Batman 125 through 130. Yeah. So you, you're not, you haven't read that, right? You don't know who Failsafe is? No. Okay. I won't tell you. Batman and Spawn. Retread. Static Shadows of Dakota number one. Hmm. Static is back. That's all you need to know. And all the milestones are relaunched again? Already? So I mean, 96 page one shot. For, that's what the static is? Oh, sorry. I was I went I went down to milestone. My and then, yeah, and then there's an icon, another icon number one. Icon versus hardwire. These are not one shots, right? These are just five five issue series. Yeah, I was gonna say icon versus hardwire. Hardwire is a five issue series. So it's static. Yeah. Uh, DC RWBY. I don't understand what that is. Ruby, it's a series, a Rooster Teeth series. I'm gonna do a movie adaptation. Cool. Yeah. Zach Levi is writing the Shazam adaptation. That's cool. Also, actually, the actors are writing there, so all of the actual Fury of the Gods characters are writing theirs. Hmm. That's weird. As written by the actors who play them. The 96-page giant feature stories starring all of your favorite Shazam characters as written by the actors who play them. Actor Zachary Levi takes the reins on writing Shazam. Adam Brody, Ross Butler, blah, 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 blah. So all that stuff. For their Shazamily superheroes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, what if they don't, like, want to write? <laughs> the, uh, like does like Tim Seeley give them a? Then there will be a DC executive helping hold their pen. Yeah, that's wondered. Okay, the Swamp Thing Green Hell number two looks like that's a Constantine appearance, and Constantine looks old. Yeah, it's gonna say that's a haggard Constantine. That's an old decrepit. They, they literally describe him as decrepit. Man. 
I like Ah, it looks good though. Gonna finish Oh yeah, we've collected to see Swore of the Undead Gods and Task Force Z and the second DC Vampires versus Vampires. Scott Snyder and Jocks, Batman Who Laughs, Deluxe Edition. Facsimile of the first appearance of Shazam and Wiz Comics from 1940. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's not a DC book, though, right? Uh, I mean, eventually Shazam became, but yeah, I don't think initially it was. Wiz Comics. Yeah, was there like Captain Marvel copyright issues, and that's yeah. why it's Shazam and the whole thing? Yeah. They're coming up with a new DC animated movie based on this Mike Mignola Batman the Doom that came to Gotham book. So they're re-releasing the new edition of that. In soft cover for 17 bucks. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. He wrote that book. Okay. Collects Batman the Doom that came to Gotham 1 through 3. And then we've got Batgirls 15, Bat Inc. 5, Gotham Knights go to City 5. Um, World's Finest, Audio Adventures, Black Adam. Audio Adventures still going. Beyond yes. the White Knight. Gotta be coming close to the end. When's that? Eight of... I can't read it. So tiny, the print. Blue Beetle. We got a Catwoman, 52... GCPD, The Blue Wall, and War of the Undead Gods, number seven of eight. Is that right? And Gotham City, year one. So where is Soza Miyake doing covers? Is she anywhere? Maybe. There's so, all these little tiny postage stamps. I can't tell. Temple Smith's doing a variant on Gotham Knights, Gilded City. You spell Sozomaki. Is it S E Z O? These are great questions. Soza? <laughs> Soz. If it's S O Z, there's none in the whole book. Yeah. I think it's S O Z. That would be dumb. It needs a break, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but dang, I miss him. Yeah, that's this is a good page here. Uh, Eighteen double page, thirty-eight double page spread is got the blue wall five, deceased mm-hmm. war of the untead gods. It's got Sergeant Rock. It's got Gotham City Year One. So I'm reading half of those eight offerings. It's pretty good. It's pretty good cool. for me. Then as we move on, <laughs> my my hit percentage goes way down mm-hmm. other, on the other pages. I might like Dead Boy Detectives. I'll probably sample that first issue. There's Human Target 12. That's the last one, right? Mm-hmm. 
Tim Drake Robin, number six, the world's favorite Robin. It's, it, it does not say it's a one of whatever. It's still going to say it's an ongoing. No mm-hmm. way. No way. Yeah, the first thing in the solicit is the final showdown, but it's an ongoing. Yeah. Just a bunch of collected editions. Good for them. Oh, they're doing facsimile wall art now. Illuminated classic comic cover wall poster lights for Detective 27, Action 1, Batman 1. 120 bucks a pop. What's the first Robin? Guess. 119. It's not first Robin. But what is what is the It's just the two on the cover together, I guess. What is why is the significance of that one? Oh, is that what you said it's first Rajagul? I think so. Oh, okay. And Titans. Which I'm a season and a half behind on that one. I need to catch up. All right, Kyle, what's your verdict? I guess it kind of hinges on Lazarus yeah. playing it, right? And and what you think of that. And if you're in for a penny and for a pound on all that. Yeah. Because if you take that out of the equation. You still got a Superman number one. And there are Superman people in this in this world. Yes, you're right. That's a, that is a big deal. That is a big deal. So it's not, it's, it's, it's not thin for a February. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll just have to see how it does. Hope it does well. The good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit have been doing two episodes a week um, for quite some time now. And it's all thanks to, first of all, Jason. And second of all, our patrons who allow us to add the space on our server, broadcast more, store more, share more with you listeners. I'm envious of those of you who have unlimited storage and media server capabilities we we pay for ours here at at the c4fap it ain't cheap we thank you so much for those of you who go to patreon.com slash comics fun profit and contribute at any level to say thanks to say i want to be a part of your slack channel conversations i want to get exclusives i want to get early access. I want to get ad-free access. I want to get swag. I want to get some free stuff. Whatever your reasoning is, we appreciate it at any level because it does make a difference. So from the bottom of Kyle and I and Jason's heart, thank you for contributing. All right, Kyle. How did our friends that no longer our friends? <laughs> how did our former friends? Nah, we're just, we're just going to look at a random top 10 list. We don't know where it's from because it doesn't come out in time. Yeah. It's yeah. just a thing that we look at now. Not by no, anybody. We have no feelings for them at all. We have no feelings whatsoever. But if we you feel let down, I mean that's for sure. <laughs> so, so the good uh, folks at uh, CBSI. I'll listen to you. What are you doing? Uh, what are you we, doing? They did compile it for us. That was nice. No, they didn't. This is an old one. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it is Black Friday. It's it's the holiday weekend. I mean, a lot of people took the, took the day off. Holiday. I, I believe I slept to work this morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here with you. At rank number one, we have Garbage Pail Kids Origins. Number two, the Clayton Crane variant, limited to hundred. That is your mind controlled mic cover. That is a really cool cover. Once again, we'll refrain from any of the controversy. Not my monkey, not my circus. Crane fired back at his critics with this cover, though. That I don't cool. get it what that means. Like, how did he fire back? I think he's just acute. He's, I don't know. Who is Mike? Like, is Mike a specific person or is he like the Twitterverse? It was Mike the guy that ran bad idea that he uh, stole the wife and all that stuff. Oh, man, that would be mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't punch down, dude. That's terrible. Who knows? At rank two, we have Spectre, number 54 from 1997. This book is already a 80 to $100 raw book. James Gunn is the crane operator, and we are the toy aliens following what he does. Ooh, this week he teased a Mr. Terrific project, but the ink has barely even dried on his DC contract at this point, so expectations should (laughs) be tempered. This is the greatest news of all time here, Drew. This is my favorite news I've heard for a long time. Okay. At rank three, we have Amazing Spider-Man number four. That's my boy Dan Slott. Uh, 9.8s it up, or 250 to 300 up from the... uh, prior 200 to 225 after sony announced a silk show is in the works will be on mgm plus what is the hell is mgm plus internationally not putting it on american and amazon prime will probably not be good for it though so i love that we're getting a silk show i'm hoping we ended up we end up with it on somewhere other than i thought mgm movies were in Okay, so Amazon owns MGM. Yeah. Okay, and they, why would they, why would Amazon Prime have a another streaming service? That, yeah. What is who yeah. who subscribes to MGM Plus? Yeah. I don't know. Nobody. No, I will I simply uh... any of our listeners to tell me that they are MGM Plus subscribers. <laughs> I can't even imagine what would be on that. A uh, couple old movies, some James Bond stuff. Yeah, maybe a couple weird little things, but who knows. Um, I will be spoofing myself to say I'm an international person, and I will be watching it on Amazon Prime. Oh, you will be VPNing that? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, you. Okay, so it's it used to be Epics, and Epics has... So if you're an Epics subscriber, you will become an MGM Plus subscriber in January of 23. So next month, two next month and a half. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Epics, <laughs> epics not is not good. Epics is not the greatest of the streamers. No, then. I don't. It was I was the like a was channel not the issue? That was like it was. It went HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, Stars, and then Epics was number five in the movie <laughs> cable channel. So it was like yeah. the fifth best movie cable channel back in the day yeah. when people had cable. So I can't imagine. No. Anybody cares? No. Correct. No. Cares. And I will give you, you, it could be star. You can flip stars and Cinemax, you know, whichever one you want. 
in that order, but you can't go. It's got to go HBO Showtime, right? Yes. HBO Showtime, and then your choice of Skinamax or Stars, and but then Epics is definitely fifth. There you go. <laughs> Was fifth. Oh my goodness. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I love Soak. Love that they're doing something with it. Yeah. Um, we're hoping that they zig in instead of zag. Hey, what if it's an? You don't care if it, if it's an international sensation. Your yeah, no book's doubt. just gonna go go up through the roof. Your yeah. fifteen copies of her of her first appearance. Yeah. Whatever you have over there in your horde cave. <laughs> At rank four, we have White Tiger number one. This is a weird Marvel book. Twenty to thirty dollars for raw and nine point eight selling for three hundred dollars. Blast from the past, where all the crappy specker clickbait sites throw out a rumor. Um, in this case, Jen Ortega playing White Tiger, and then they all report it. So it looks like maybe it's a fact. So who knows? We'll see. Cool. Incredible Hulk 377, the third print, Drew. Yes, there was only one sale, but when a book is this rare, a 9.8 is sold. Hasn't sold since 2020. Ooh, you won't years. see many sales. A 50% increase since the last 9.8, as it sold for three grand. I mean, that's great, but we we've talked about these these subsequent print rarities. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, it's it's a new thing where the People are seeking them out for their for their rarity. Yeah. Is it going to always be there? I don't know. At rank six, we have Blade, Vampire Nation number one, the Del Auto one in 25. It's up to about 30 to 50 bucks. Del Auto gets tension on virtually any cover he does, whether it's his best or not. I do hope his boots and pants were treated or that blood will stain them badly. This was a Drew pick, but not this one. Correct. So, yeah. Eric Seven, regular. Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails, 30th anniversary special number one, the one in 10. One in 10 is going for 15 to 25. This one is a just fun cover, but doesn't look to be extremely limited at the moment, at least in comparison to other recent Sonic variants. Yeah, Star Sonic Wars surprises me how it continues to be so collectible. Yeah, Sega Kids, man. Star Wars Hidden Empire number one, The Art Adams 150, is a 50 to $60 book. Thought this was just another Todd Knock floating head variant, but at least Maul has his neck and shoulders. That's all we have to say about this one. Love Maul, not my favorite Maul cover. Now, is Green. this some. Go for it. The Dead Power Ranger, the same guy that played Darth Maul in the movie? No. Different, different Power Ranger? <laughs> different person. Different person. So it wasn't the same. It wasn't a Power Ranger that played Darth Maul. No. Huh. Why did I Ray think Park that? played Darth Maul. Okay. Jason David Frank is the Green Power Ranger. Yeah, it doesn't even sound similar. Nope. Well, I mean, they both do cartwheels and fun stuff, but yeah. Yeah, that was it. They both do cartwheels. <laughs> Grew the Wanderer number seven at rank nine. Multiple nine point eight exceeded the all time high, which is two hundred and twenty dollars. Don't know a whole lot about the series or this first appearance of a Shakal, but someone must be interested in his book now. Amazing Spider-Man 799, the second print, over $20. Ugh. 
This is one character that was so overprinted that they had to overprint the second print as well. Comicron has this one at like 12,000 copies. So it will never be scarce. But I have one. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think I do too. Young Allies number six, the Art Adams 1 in 15 variant. Over $700. Yow, this one's a tough one to find. Uh, but $700 for 1 in 15 is a darn big price. Yeah, I'd, what is this from? Do we even know? It's an what old year? Marvel book. Yeah, strange. Adventures of Rex of the Wonder Dog, another honorable mention here. This book, a book that doesn't come up for sale in any grade very often, and a 4.0 sold for $1,000. Let go of that tree and let the dog take you. I don't get that one. <laughs> well, the thing I do get is our, fi- our FOC list, Drew. Yes. You and I like to comb through the FOC and check out a few things that are coming out in a few weeks, make some adjustments to our order, see some final art, make some picks, make some more educated picks now that some time has gone by. Um, I get this awesome list and Excel spreadsheet from our good friends at Cowbunga Comics and Deep Discount Comics. That helps me do my orders for FOC. And oh, we are getting dominated by Action Comics 1050. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just about to say. Holy smokes, there's yeah. a lot of these lot covers. Of it's a $7 book. Um, some great, great covers. I don't know how you would pick. Um, I mean, there's so many good ones. The Alex Ross homage to... Uh, the original action. Yeah. One. That's good. That's the standout. Del Otto with Batman's a great one. But unfortunately, they they did a foil of that Alex Ross, too. So, yeah. Kind of dilutes it. I mean, there's, there's so many great covers here. And there's a Jim Lee one in 1050 <laughs> sketch, which is. Yeah, there's the trading card variants. Yeah, like I, I can't, I can't choose. Crazy. Too many. Uh, Batman 131 gets several covers as well. Mm-hmm. Joe Casada doing a cardstock variant. Art Germ doing a great one. Man, doing what half a dozen, seven different covers for Batman 131 too. Mm-hmm. Man, a lot of heat on this book. Man, I'd, love, I'd love to know sales. Wish I knew sales numbers. Yeah. They must be. They must be really solid. Be able to support that many books, and that many covers, and and one in one hundreds each and every month. When's the last time Batman was doing one in one hundreds regularly for just like a random issue? Been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Batman One Bad Day, Catwoman number one, having some really good Catwoman covers as well. Yeah, they're giving her plenty of covers. She's got a lot of books recently. Yeah. Did she have like an 80th anniversary recently and some other things? Mm-hmm. Annuals. So she's had a lot of exposure. Batman Great. Urban Legends 23. The cover B, that Jamal Campbell. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
That's pretty great. Yeah. Like an old Nightwing poster. I do like that. I very much like that on Urban Legends 23. The uh, Dark Knights of Steel, number nine. Those are some nice covers. Love the Lucio Perillo one in 25. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Another great Francesco Francovia um, Sergeant Rock cover. Yeah, Francovia is that's 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 impressive. Oh, and then the uh, the Philia Brodican cardstock cover for um, DC I, versus Vampires number twelve. I call them the Where's Waldo covers. Yeah, they're they're really great. He cranks one out. Every so often. It must take him a while to do it because we don't get him every month. Yeah. That'd be a fun original art tone. Still very weirded out by this Detective 1067 1 and 25 Colleen Doran cardstock variant. Yeah. That has just Batman backstroking in a lily pond. <laughs> That's so strange, right? For no real reason. I, I wonder if there's context, but I somehow doubt it. So we must have seen this in uh, a DC Connect. I do remember this one. Yeah. So many DC books, man. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's it's packed. It is packed. And this is a um. Well, okay, this is not a... I was thinking this was an end-of-the-month thing, but it's not. That'll be our sneak peek coming up later. Yeah. Harley Quinn 25, the Matina cardstock variant that has Harley in the metal helmet. Cage helmet. Ugh. That's oh, is that amazing. her? Okay. Yeah, that's a Harley book. Okay. That's that's phenomenal. It's worth the dollar. What is going... Yeah, what is the impetus for that cover design it's amazing to get a john stewart green lantern book that's a one shot yeah we'll get tim drake an ongoing but we won't give john stewart even a five issue series (laughs) dustin wen's one in 25 cover joker the man who stopped laughing number four uh with him with the crowbar just silhouetted that is good stuff oh okay What's he doing with that crowbar, you think? What you going to do with that bar? What you, what you what, put that down? What you going to do with what, that? What are you doing with that, man? Nothing good. Nice house on the lake finishes up. That uh, doesn't bode well. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are going to die. Not going to be a happy ending. Some gorgeous... Poison Ivy covers. Frizzin, baby. Yeah, it's beautiful. Rose Bash uh, punchline cover is really cool. I like that. Derek Chu's punchline cover is very cool. Oh, we get the second uh, Riddler. Year one, number two. It's uh, 
another Sienkiewicz cover, great Sienkiewicz cover. That's fun. Kent Williams is pretty good, too. Ooh, we're going to launch Sandman Universe Dead Boy Detectives. I hope that's good. Yeah. And the first, oh no, that's the second printing of Green Hill, Swamp Things Green Hill. We definitely need a second issue of that soon, I hope. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just perusing the Dead Boy Detective covers. There's your Tim Drake Robin, uh, Dan Mora homage. Ah, yes. Love it so friggin' much. Can I pick it again? <laughs> yeah. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. But. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's slide on over to Image and see what they've got for us for FOC. Uh, we're getting the final issue of Deadliest Bouquet. Looking forward to that one. Uh, Hitomi hits three. Oh, we get the we got a second printing for I Hate Fairyland number one already. Mm-hmm. Multiple. Oh, that's that's issue two as well. So we're getting the second printing of the first issue, and the second issue. Lots of, including a really cool Momoko. Love the Sean Phillips cover for Image 30th Anniversary Anthology number nine. I'm not reading Junkyard Joe. Probably missed out on that one. Mm-hmm. Neat covers, though. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Walking Dead hits issue 53. Yep. What's the furthest place from here? The Spawn cover is fun to look at. Yeah, that's a good one. Why do we got so many? Oh, yeah, it's the first. Eugene and Rosita. Guy's name's escaping me again. (laughs) A lot of scuttlebutt and seeing a lot of things about Walking Dead coming to an end and people being sad. Yep, yep. The final episode happened and I uh, am several episodes behind, so I didn't get a chance to see it yet. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping to. I'll be going to binge that at some point soon. There's your all new Firefly from Boom. All new Firefly Big Damn Finale number one. Along with Book of Slaughter number one. And we get a second printing for Once Upon a Time at the End of the World.
Dark, Dark Horse is going to give us a Gru Gods against Gru, number one, for old school Drew fans. Gru fans. There's probably plenty of old school Drew fans. Breakout finishes up with... Uh, 404, yeah. Yeah, that's no issue. Which year is that tied into a new season or anything, you think? Yes. That's something I got to watch. Uh, I think you'd like it, but you don't have to. It's a... Uh, it's a uh, witch killing... <laughs> no uh kind of he, he kills a lot of different monsters and stuff okay a lot of a lot of nice just hunting and jet gotcha somebody to root for cool character very to root much, for very very true okay that's cool that's why i need uh, nothing there i went ahead down to marvel Love the old school homage to the Spidey for 17. Oh, and then we need a cover that's not yet released. That's cool, too. Facsimile is the Incredible Hulk number one before we colored him green. Yeah. I think I like Grey Hulk. I think that worked pretty well. Just stuck with it. Monica Rambeau's second issue. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur's second issue. Moon Knight at 19. With a demonized variant and a Nakayama classic homage to the first issue of the 1980 series. Ooh, that's nice. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I like that one a lot. That uh, David Nakayama, nice. Hidden Empire, first issue goes to a second printing. Darth Raider goes to its 30th issue, so we can do some multiple covers there. Time to restart it. <laughs> Is it about time? It's up to 30, so I might as well yeah. reboot that. Mandalorian, have you been checking in on that series at all? I'm wondering if it's still in, in season one. Like the X-23 book from their X-Men 18. That Kassara variant. Ooh, that is nice. Ah, I like these X-23 books. Yeah. She, covers. She, she needs a new, a new book. Now, we talked about this Star Wars Hidden Gems number one 
the 25 copy incentive being on our last hot list. Here we have a second printing of that 25 copy incentive. So, okay, interesting. Yeah. Julie Edia, Rom- Romeo is a is hit woman. Is that what that says? Hit woman. One shot from Dynamite. So Jennifer Blood spinoff. Is that what that is? Hmm, yeah. Oh, Dynamite. It's a cheesecakey. Back half. What are we looking at here? Bunch of the weird books. Gun Honey's on its third. No, fourth. Third gets the second printing, but it's on its final issue of this volume blood for blood they give us a nice cosplay and a completely nude bagged variant that's one way to do it forget the tease just go straight to that not to be outdone by DC and Arctic Press has its own punchline special. Not the same character. No. Year zero, year zero, volume zero, number three, five. Not sure how well that's doing, that prequel. And then World War Three Raid on Tokyo. It's a first and a second issue from Ironheart Press. That always, I always thought that was weird. Because they're on this on the same FOC, it doesn't mean they have to come out at the same time, right? Normally, there's a couple different weeks that release. Yeah. All right, Kyle. What's your Ooh, FOC decision, pick? Decision. I mean, you know, I'm partial to my my. Uh, DC, my my Batman and Robin cover. Yeah. Then I'd be picking a Tim Drake book. <laughs> you don't you, you don't have to shy away. If it's which I am vehemently against. Uh, um. So many offerings from DC. I'd like to pick one from that stack. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of really good stuff. I can tell you what I'm going to pick All while right, you're looking. Go for it. Um, and it's probably no surprise. I'm going to go with the David Nakayama uh, homage variant for Moon Knight number 19. Yeah, you're good. Moon Knight. Yeah, that sucked, sucked me right back in. I love it. And I will do the Catwoman One Bad Day. The cover B, the Jim Lee. Okay. Alex Sinclair. I like it. 
All right. Sounds good. I wanted to pick one of these darn Superman or one of these darn action comics, but I can't do it. There's too many. There's too it's many. Imp- it's impossible. I'm trying to get back to the, the to the Catwoman. Can you tell me which one that was again? I will indeed. It was the cover B. Yeah. Cover B, Jim Lee, Scott Williams, and Alex Sinclair. All right. Don't love it. Don't have to, I guess. Yeah. Not my pick. Never once. But you do have to love our good friends at CoverPrice.com, who come up with a top 20 each and every week for our secondary market items and what's going up in the secondary market. We like to read through and see what's going on just so we can have our finger on the pulse. And let's start with a rank number one, Omega Men number three from 1983. Of course, Jason James Gunn and Jason Momoa recently mentioned of Lobo. And of course, this is Lobo's best book to pick up for all this fun stuff. 60 copies moving. High sale of $380 for CGC 9.8, $75 for fair market value on Raw. The Spectre, number 54, 1997. Back to back, we have another James Gunn-related spike. Last week, Gunn shared an image of Mr. Terrific on Instagram. There was no additional info yet, but this news was enough to have people dust off Mr. Terrific's first appearance, which was in this issue from 1997. This has DC fans buzzing in anticipation. 27 copies, CGC 9.6 for 150, and fair market value of Rawls for 65. Big fan of Mr. Terrific, Drew? Uh, I barely know that character at all. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. At rank three, Escape from New York, number one, the Declan Shalvey. This is from the 2014 Boom Book. It was recently announced that 20th Century Studios will release John Carpenter's film Escape from New York. Despite pockets of market fatigue, we're still seeing comic book trends for properties whose origins never came from the comic industry. Yeah, this 2014 uh, Boom Book was the first time the 1981 film received a comic book adaptation. Yeah, I remember that. 14 copies moving, $25 for Raw. Sometimes you can get them for 15 White Tiger, number one. We talked about this. Recently leaked and partially specu- speculated news circulated that White Tiger will join the cast of Disney Plus's Daredevil Born Again series. Jenny Ortega, which is also unconfirmed as uh, White Tiger. However, if White Tiger does appear, she could also potentially be played by Ava Ayala, who first appears in 2011's Avengers Academy 20. So there's a bunch of different ways White Tiger could go as well. Okay. Um, 16 copies of this did move on the secondary market. Uh, we saw CGC 9.8 as high as $300 and 21 bucks for Rawls. ASM4, of course, this goes back to the... Uh, Recent silk news of a showrunner in Angela Kang and the series set to appear on MGM Plus and Amazon Prime sent Cindy Moon's first appearance as silk up, up, up. MGM Plus should cause concern for fans. We'll have to see how this takes shape. <laughs> We're not the only ones. Yeah. Deadpool, number one, the notorious B.I.G. cover. We talked about this last week. $80 for raw copies. You can get them for about $60. Uh, there's an M&M one that came out. It was a special printing that everybody, that's on fire as well. So we'll keep an eye on that one. 
at rank seven, we've seen a lot of these. Uh, if you can't get a hold of their first appearance, you do their first mainline series. Mm-hmm. So this is Silk number one from 2015. Silk Heat continues, and this is the first solo series. Right? Her first appearance is once again climbing the prices. This is the next big key. 16 sold, a CGC 9.8 for 112, an FMV 25. And from 2005, Black Panther number two. Sherry's first appearance sinks her claws into retaining a top 10 spot. Her first appearance continues trending with fans seeing long-term potential in her character. CGC 9.8's up to $351. And this uh, fair market value for this book climbing over 100 bucks. Star Wars Hidden Empires are Adam's one in 50. 2022. At first glance, this issue features a gorgeous R. Adams 150 featuring Darth Maul. Yet, dig a little deeper and it also contains the first cameo comic book appearance of Aiden Verzio. Aiden should be familiar to Star Wars video game fans as she was a playable character in Battlefront 2. This helped 20 copies moved uh, of this one in 50 trending, but we're only seeing like 80 bucks. You know, Drew, you like to see at least double ratio. Uh-huh. Um, so we're not quite there yet. It is worth noting that while only trending at cover price, the standard issue is already the second best selling aftermarket book of the week, quickly overtaking Omega Man 3. So just FYI. And at rank 10, Blade Vampire Nation number one, the Gabriel de Alto win in 25. Uh, we saw it go up to 60 bucks, but settle down towards the 40 bucks for that. Yeah, people are excited about that one. Now, lots to like about Silk. Um, like the character a lot. Love her. Uh, I think if they lean into that attraction that Peter Parker and her have. That, that was squashed yeah, such by a good storyline. Yeah, it was squashed by Marvel. But if they resurrect that for the show, I think they could have a, a cool storyline there. Um, some problem areas in addition to mgm plus being a non-entity in the streaming services is angela kang is not the greatest of the walking dead showrunners no um for those that have been with the show from the beginning um she's done a lot of the boring uh story arcs in that series <laughs> so that doesn't bode well um but Let's keep our fingers crossed we're going to get good silk because there's a lot of potential there for a fun story, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, rank 11, we have Spider-Man 2099, number one from 1992. Um, that's the first uh, fighter punk, right? Yeah. As yeah. Well, as well as being the first Spider-Man 2029 book, so that's also got some cool stuff to it. 25 copies of this sold. Uh, high sale of 29 bucks for very fine. Um, you couldn't get a you couldn't get a near mint on that. That's, <laughs> that's they weren't surprising. Moving. That's weird. Um, Wolverine number one from 1988 comes in at rank 12. We're gonna sell 16 copies of this great old book. Uh, high sale of. 400 bucks for for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around $50, $57 for a near mint. 
uh, rank 13, spawn number one from 1992, an additional 29 copies of this moved, uh, 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Fair market values for nine for near mints around $28. Um, at rank 14, we have Invincible Iron Man number nine from 2016, which is the first appearance of Riri Williams as Ironheart. Um, as that show will be launched, people are excited. We get 21 copies of this moving. High sale of 332.76 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around $87. Uh, the Infinity Gauntlet number one from 1991 comes in at rank 15. Still mourning the loss of George Perez. Um, many continue to pick up his most famous works in remembrance. That's wonderful. Ten additional copies sold. High sale of 210 for the CGC 98s. Raws uh, around $17. At rank 16, Spawn number nine from 1993. The first appearance of Angela continues to sell. 14 copies. Uh, 85 bucks for a CGC 96. Raws around 12 bucks. Hulk number one from 2008. Uh, this is. Red First, Hulk. Red Hulk, yes. 17 copies move in. High sale of $341.99 for a CGC 9.8. Current raw near mints around $79. Bucks. Uh, Secret Wars number 8 from 1984 comes in at rank 18. This is black costume. Um, CGC 9.8 at 700. Very fine raws around $168. Bucks. Okay, cool. At rank 19, we have X-Men number four from 1992. This is Omega Red. 17 copies sold. High sale of 160 for a CGC 9.8. And a raw near mint, around 24 bucks. And rounding out the top 20, we have the 1990 Lobo number one. Uh, so you can't get his Omega Man three. You can get this. 24 copies sold. High sale of 195 for a CGC 9.8 and raw very fine around $11. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not too shabby. I'd buy a very fine for 11 bucks if we knew this was going to get made. Thought, yeah, especially if Momoa is going to do it too. Yeah. All right, Drew, it's time where we like to find our pick of the week. We got books coming out this Tuesday and this coming Wednesday, and we got to find the gold we can find in them. So let's head over to Lunar and see if we have not quite as many DC offerings as we did in our FOC. Maybe a little <laughs> bit easier to dig through. Hey, maybe yeah. not. Maybe just as many. Is this the fifth week? Very much might be. Let me look. Yeah. Um, this is 29th, so yeah, this would be a fifth week release. Usually that doesn't bode well. We're getting Blue Beetle Graduation Day. Is this the Red Robin winner, Round Robin winner? I just I keep thinking everything's the Round Robin winner. Everything <laughs> yeah. that's crappy that I don't like is a Round Robin winner. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck to you, Blue Beetle. But it's not. It's not the Round Robin winner. Detective uh, Comics Annual Number One. Yeah. Don't don't freak, don't skip over. Grifter got run over by a reindeer one shot. <laughs> how, could, how could I skip that? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, Justice Society of America should be a big one. 
do pretty they've well. Got one of these embossed gold covers that yeah. some people have actually seemed to like. Uh, Nightwing Annual Number One, doing well. I kind of like a lot of those. I like that. Yeah, I think I, like, yeah, I think I just stick with the regular. Superman Cal L Returns Special Number One, uh, Dark Crisis book. Yeah. Here we have the Wildstorm 30th Anniversary One Shot Number One. Some good covers, some cool things, but you know. It's just a retread of an old property, so right, right. Who knows? But yeah. there's a cute J. Scott Campbell cover, really good Lee Bermejo cover, really good Joshua Middleton cover. So, yeah, if you've got the nostalgia, there's some neat stuff there for you. Yes. Uh, from Image, we're getting. Uh, what are we getting? Plush number one. And a second lovesick number one. That plush is forgotten what that was. Doug Wagner. Oh yeah, serial killer, cannibalistic yeah. furries. Yeah. I don't think we picked this. <laughs> you and I were just like, we'll see. <laughs> we get Briar number two. We we were looking forward to Briar number one. I did not read it though, so I yes. unfortunately cannot give you anything on it. Can't give you a yeah. Damn them all gets its second issue. Magic Nahiri the Lithomancer. Kyle, you're a D and D guy from way. What's a Lithomancer? <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I don't I don't know. Maybe it might not be a D and D thing. Yeah. Oh, this is a Magic the Gathering, that's not D and D. Gotcha, sorry. Uh, from Dark Horse, we get Dead Ball number two, which I'm looking forward to. Not sure what's going on with the lipstick there. Oh, it's a finger. Star Wars High Republic Adventures number one. Just Boyang one. Padawan, just one? No, no, no other covers? Yeah. That's a surprise. Yeah. Is that a, is that a, is that a mistake? <laughs> is this on an off week? That's the only, I mean, this is the only issue, the only cover. Yes. It's just the one. And yes. they didn't do any covers. Oh, yes. that's crazy. I mean, when the, when IDW had it, they did two or three at least, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. Hmm. Okay. See if IDW has anything. No. How about Marvel? What you doing for me, Marvel? Avengers Assemble Alpha number one. Nice little J. Scott Campbell cover there. Hmm. Parker and Miles Spider-Man Double Trouble number one of this four issue. Very all AG Spider-Man series. That has a Romina Jones basketball cover. Weird. Momoko cover's good, though. Yeah. Hmm. 
Excuse me. I'm looking in some of the smaller publishers trying to dig through some of this stuff. Heroin Heaven from AC Comics. What's this look like? Give me a gander at it. AC Comics. Various, various. Ooh. Very much a fifth week. I was going to say, very fifth week here. Motley Crew, the dirt declassified. What we got there? Old Motley. Oh, the actual bands participates in the writing. Mm. The story behind the world's most notorious rock band. Mm, okay. Oh, there. The band, the real story behind the band, as the exploits of Motley Crue working as special undercover government operatives are revealed. <laughs> That's a twenty-five dollar book. That must be a dang a uh, graphic novel or a collected trade. My bad launches with its. Second volume, number one issue, that's um, Mark Russell. Going back at it again. One of the few Mark Russells I didn't read. I didn't read the first, my bad. Slipped between my reading stacks. Uh, We got Pulp Bites from Scout Comics from Pat Higgins. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one to get into. Twisted Tales of Technological Terror. It's a weird cover, too. Yeah, it's weird. And this Saga of a Doomed Universe is an old 1984 property? That's a Watchmen cover. Homage there. That's kind of interesting. I'd never heard of it, though. And it's $9. Yeah, that was the other thing. Yeah, they do have plenty of covers, don't they? Yeah. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your fifth week pick of the week. What's the one book to make sure you go snag yourself up? Uh, I'm going to have to go for the Star Wars High Republic Avengers number one, which is the only one coming out which yeah, still freaks dark me out a little bit star wars yeah it's a dark horse star wars so i'm gonna give them some love which two marvel is, books for my picks yeah. this week how about you kyle mm, i don't like a whole lot of stuff this week a lot of things that uh, seem a little bit odd yes <laughs> let's just go plush number one i don't know but it seems so weird but perhaps under ordered remind me 
Image Comics plush number one. Okay. Serial killing cannibalistic furries. Gotcha. Cover A. Cover A. Sounds good. I want to thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through this fifth week pick of the week as we wind down November into December and we'll wind down 2022. We thank you and we ask you to head on over to patreon.com, find the comics for fun and profit, and click around there, see what you can find, be part of our community, and hang out with us. So, for Drew and for myself, see you. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail order company, Deep Discount Comics. Um, and we went there, and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We are the we were the very first, <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic, customer service wise. Discounts they were very close, if not the same or better than DCBS on a lot of things, um, mm-hmm. over and above uh, customer service wise. Always taking care of us, going the extra mile. So responsive, getting instantaneous uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already uh, before you even have to think about about it. That's kind of cool. Really quality experience. So. We we love working with Calabunga and Deep Discount, and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode, and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes. Mm-hmm. That we leave them there because we like them. They're cool, good people. That's why they're in there. By God, they'd tell you to if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them, because every everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in, in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants. Amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know.